Hey everybody, Josh Searson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, of course, a certified financial planner, but we're not as much going into the finance uh, aspect today as we are going into China as we have many times before here at WAM, because as this article out of Zero Hedge says, researcher suggests deliberate Chinese propaganda campaign forced world into lockdown. And of course, there's a huge Chinese propaganda campaign. They basically run the United Nations World Health Organization. But the the real story isn't as simplified as that. It really does get more complicated. I do believe that the U.S. government worked hand in hand with China in this massive global uh, campaign. Maybe not Trump specifically, but people within what they call the deep state. And we're going to get into that and more later on in the video. But first, make sure to hit that like button, uh, share on social media to get around the shadow banning. And of course, join our new newsletter at www.iamband.com. All it takes is an email. It takes two seconds, folks. Just please go and, and put your email in there. It doesn't cost anything. As well as you can help support uh, World Alternative Media uh, financially because we are completely 100% demonetized uh, by going to GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar. All those links are below as well as Bitcoin and the Cointree address where you can send to a whole bunch of different cryptocurrencies. We really do appreciate it, guys. You guys are the heartbeat of truth and independent media going forward as we are completely attacked by the mainstream as well as Find us on float.app, F-L-O-T-E dot A-P-P, as well as library and BitChute to find our up-to-date content because we won't be on YouTube much longer and over there we won't get censored. So I really appreciate you guys joining us over there. And if you want to become a client of Tim Pachotes, you can go to uh, thelibertyadvisor.com. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Let's get into this article here. As it, as I mentioned out of Zero Hedge, researchers suggest deliberate Chinese propaganda campaign forced world into lockdown. And as the article goes into, originally authored by Paul Joseph Watson, like him or hate him, there, there's a reason here to be getting into this story because it really does matter for the empire going forward. And I'll explain that later on. But as the article goes into, researcher and attorney Michael P. Sanger suggests that the Chinese government launched an aggressive propaganda campaign to exaggerate the severity of coronavirus in order to force the rest of the world into draconian lockdown that would serve to benefit Beijing. In an article for Tablet Magazine, Singer details how in late January, international COVID-19 hysteria began with a series of suspicious videos posted to social media sites showing people in China suddenly collapsing on the street. We all remember that including one instance where a man held out his arm to break his fall, suggesting the collapse was staged. After tens of millions of people were confined to their homes during one of the most brutally enforced lockdowns in history, one of the most, obviously, Sanger notes how in February... The CCP reported an exponential decline in coronavirus cases until March 19th when they announced their lockdown had eliminated domestic cases entirely. China has officially recorded just 4,634 deaths from coronavirus despite having a population almost five times larger than the United States, where the current death toll stands at over 205,000. The World Health Organization and other scientific experts then waxed lyrical about China's response to COVID-19, which is what led to virtually 
every other country on the planet mirroring its approach, mirroring fascist communism, technocracy. Imagine that, as we warned about for so many years, as well as all the way back in March and before that. However, as it continues, however, Sanger argues that the initial hysteria over COVID and lockdown that followed could have been a carefully orchestrated Chinese propaganda campaign to hoodwink its hegemonic competitors into destroying their own economies in response to a virus with relatively low fatality rate. Imagine that. It's like this guy who wrote this article was basing it on a video I did back in March talking about the Chinese control uh, takeover of the of the world utilizing um, the propaganda of this virus. It's almost word for word what I was saying back then. That's interesting. Continuing on, it says the researcher documents how armies of Chinese bot accounts on Twitter were instrumental in promoting early lockdowns in countries like Italy while bombarding political figures who refused to order strict lockdowns, such as South Dakota Governor Christy Noam with criticism and abuse. And you can see this tweet by Michael P. Singer here. By promoting fraudulent data, aggressively deploying disinformation, and flexing its institutional clout, Beijing transformed the snake oil of lockdowns into science, crippling rival economies, expanding its influence, and sowing authoritarian values. As it continues here, it says he also highlights how Chinese state media Oregon savaged the herd immunity approach, which was initially considered, but then rejected by several Western leaders as a violation of human rights. Sweden, which went for the herd immunity approach by refusing to enforce a lockdown and came out economically better than any other European country, was also targeted by the bots, as was British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who was accused of engaging in genocide by initially considering the, the herd immunity approach. Uh, Sanger's conclusion explores why China aggressively emphasized the need for global lockdowns, and I quote, the most benign possible explanation for the Communist Chinese Party's campaign for global lockdowns is that the party aggressively promoted the same lie internationally as domestically, that lockdowns worked. For party members, when Wuhan locked down, it likely went without saying that the lockdown would eliminate coronavirus. If she willed it to be true, then it must be so. This is a totalitarian pathology that George Orwell called doublethink. But the fact that authoritarian regimes always lie does not give them a right to spread deadly lies to the rest of the world, especially by clandestine means. And then there's a possibility that by shutting down the world, Xi Jinping, who uh, vaulted through the ranks of the party, quotes ancient Chinese scholars, has mastered debts and derivatives, studies complexity, science, and uh, envisions a socialist future with uh, China at its center. Knew exactly what he was doing. Now we're going to go to Tim in a moment, but I do want to point out, going back, and I've mentioned this before and I have to mention it again, uh, Henry Kissinger met with Mao Zedong against Nixon's wishes back in the early 70s, creating an artificial alliance right at the end of Mao Zedong's life. By the way, Mao Zedong killed over 50 million people that we know of. That's been documented, never mind the revisionist history. Now, fast forward with this artificial alliance, um, Zbigniew Brzezinski creating the Trilateral Commission with, with Chinese um, technocracy as the main idea going forward as Zbigniew Brzezinski went into many times in his life. This created the monopoly. The U.S. government walked hand in hand with China to prop them up as the next world superpower, using them as a guinea pig test ground. And I have no doubt about this going into the virus. Uh, Fauci, who runs the uh, um, National Institute for Allergy and infectious diseases 
got millions of dollars in US government grants to work at the Wuhan Institute of Virology to study coronavirus in bats that's 96% prevalent with novel coronavirus in order to study how to spread it to humans and we are supposed to believe all this. Remember at the beginning, hug a Chinese person day, Nancy Pelosi going into uh, Chinatown telling everyone go outside, hug all these people and the other side saying you're racist for supporting lockdowns and then it switches completely the other way and everyone's racist if they don't support the government forcing everyone into their house like complete communist takeover of the entire world. China runs basically the World Health Organization, which went and investigated the origins of the virus in Wuhan, but wouldn't go to the lab. And of course, they run most of Africa. Um, and, and that makes sense because uh, Ethiopia uh, is very much controlled by China. And one of the heads of their communist party, Tedros, is the head of the World Health Organization, which gets funding by Bill Gates. This goes on and on and on. Tim, what do you think of this Chinese control of um, or takeover of the world and this this talk about how it was a propaganda campaign just by China to, um, you know, weaken economies worldwide? Thanks, Josh. I'm glad you brought up uh, Zbigniew Brzezinski because let's also remember that he was the author of The Grand Chessboard, also was the national security advisor for Jimmy Carter in the in the late 70s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, founding member of the Trilateral Commission, his daughter Mika Brzezinski can be found at MS, stands for Microsoft, MSNBC. And, you know, the, the basically the strategy of the Grand Chessboard is that you have Eurasia is basically the middle of the chessboard. So you have to, so whoever controls the middle of the chessboard, you can then help attack the flanks a lot easy, easier. So that's why there's been, you know, all these pushes to get, you know, control over the Middle East. And, and, you know, and then the thing is, the frustrating thing is all these people, they write, you know, all their plans out, but, you know, everyone's, you know, too busy, you know, uh, you know, trying to make TikTok videos or sharing, you know, pictures of their cats, really care what's going on. But, you know, getting back to, you know, China, I do remember early January seeing those videos of people, you know, falling down and, and, you know, just dying out in the streets. And, but, you know, it's, I, but, you know, take a look at their numbers. There's supposedly 4,600 deaths. I mean, my county is sitting in at like 3,600 deaths. Now, granted, it's supposedly the worst place in the world, Maricopa County, Arizona. But, you know, how is this little county, not, I guess, not little county, but how is this county, you know, basically has more than all of China? You know, deaths are like right on par with it. I mean, it's just, that's just, well, seems like and, a and pants Tim, on the fear mongering in the beginning, they were throwing cats off of balconies. That was all over the news. They showed people going into epileptic seizures that were supposed to scare everyone into submission. And then, and they were able to convince the entire world to lock down for the most part. And look, it destroyed all these other economies. And China, as soon as everyone started locking down, started saying, oh, we're good. We saved ourselves from the virus. Everything's good. We're opening everything again. Don't worry about it. Of course, the reality is they were still throwing people in internment camps and disappearing people that were speaking. And, you know, whistleblowers were trying to come out about the biological weapon that is a virus and all that kind of stuff, which, by the way, we can't talk about this on YouTube. So please help support us on other platforms. But anyway, we, we heard all this kind of stuff happening. Um, but China claimed that everything was getting better in March right as the world shuts down. And that was like the perfect advantage for them to really take over the global economy, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, let's just also not forget this is not too far after, you know, was it like February 4th or 5th when Trump, you know, had the State of the Union and said, we will never be a socialist nation. And we just had this great trade deal with China, even though all these trade deals have been terrible with China. And there's no way he could ever really accomplish all of his goals because it would, you know, destroy the economy and maybe make things better in the long run. 
potentially, but in the short run, politicians and the voting populace does not have any tolerance for any short-term pain, which is why, you know, there was never going to be an actual deal with China. So it's funny that as soon as there's supposedly, the, you know, this, you know, phase, I forgot if they call it phase one or phase two, different deal that they had going on, that then, you know, China releases this weapon, which, you know, allegedly, in, you know, from all the reporting that we've done in the past, you know, very likely that this was a bioweapon, but, you know, who knows what we're allowed to talk about on YouTube. They've even, you know, uh, threatened to shut down Dr. Ron Paul. And, you know, we wish, wish him the best with uh, what happened the other day. But, you know, Tim, by the way, um, and, and when what happened to Ron Paul was heartbreaking. Today, Ron Paul went live on the Liberty Report and did a show. Uh, so, uh, you know, God bless him. It's just amazing. But sorry, carry on. Yeah, and so you, uh, YouTube has actually, you know, threatened to take his channel down for going against, you know, the World Health Organization. Uh, and this is, a you know, a medical doctor over here who's, you know, not allowed to question anything. And even just recently, Fauci finally came out and said, oh, yeah, I'm taking vitamin D supplements. And so, you know, they never talk about boosting immune system, never talk about getting on the offense with all these things. But, you know, that there was a time, you know, back in early January, I, I was a little bit, you know, I would say early January, I said mid to late January, uh, I was a little bit concerned about this. I had just gotten off what was probably, I probably had coronavirus the first uh, day or two of January flying back from uh, from DC. And, and basically, uh, you know, I was concerned at that point. And I actually wore a mask flying back from Anarchapoco just to be a jerk to TSA. And I had them, you know, February 19th when they're like, you know, why the heck are you not having a mask on or have a mask on? This is ridiculous. And they were pissed at me. And now they're pissed at me for not wearing one. Well, you know, it's been since July. I haven't, I haven't flown since then. But it, it's to me, I think this has all been used as a bank robbery to then have all the bad assets from the, the big corporate bonds, you know, that they then get absorbed by the Federal Reserve, even junk bonds being bought by the Federal Reserve, leverage seven to one on the junk bonds, leverage 10 to one on the investment grade bonds. Uh, and then, and, and the thing is, they're even buying bonds of companies like Apple. I think it was like the fourth largest. Uh, why does Apple need help right now? Apple, you know, stock prices, you know, been soaring throughout all this. You know, they're worth like, like $2 trillion now. But, they but have hundreds of millions of dollars. Meanwhile, Tim, almost every business in the world that isn't a big, gigantic monopoly propped up by the government has been going under. I, I mean, we're watching uh, something like 28 million people face homelessness at the moratoriums with fire, and that's based on numbers from three months ago. I can't even imagine what the latest numbers are. They haven't released really good new numbers. And the on Fed that now yet. owns, and the Fed now owns a third of all the mortgages. I mean, that's been swept under the rug. Nobody really, really re realizes that. that the and that, and that in itself can be considered a form of communism because we have these central planners, it's a plank of communism, connected to buying up all these mortgages, and then eventually the government government buying up all the homes to give away free homes to people as a relief package, which is also communism because then they control all the private property and they already do that with privacy taxes or property taxes, sorry. And they always, uh, they already do that with the fact that they're forcing me currently into my house, into a house in Canada for daring to cross a border. They forced me into a quarantine and they're basically bankrupting me like this. I'm imprisoned in my own house. It's sickening, but that's exactly what China would do. And then we have all these small businesses, like 81% of, uh, of independent restaurants, according to the Independent Restaurant Coalition, says that they will not make it past January. It just won't happen. They cannot. They're on their last cash reserves. And you have these big monopolies propped up. And then the government goes and bails out all these big, massive monopolies that they propped up with the regulations, taxes, and red tape in the first place. I mean, it really does seem like a concerted push like we see in China. Come on, man. We just need to vote for Joe Biden and he's going to fix everything. He's going to guarantee that he's going to keep us safe. Aren't you aren't you on the aren't you riding with Biden? And and uh, I mean, this whole thing is just such such crap. And 
you know, who, at this point, they are seeing what it's really what they're going to set the stage for next time. So next time when, you know, if it is a Biden-Harris administration and they say, oh, we need to go lock down, you know, they're going to be dropping the hammer immediately. It's not going to be, oh, any of this, oh, people like you and I walk waltz around not wearing masks. It's gonna, I mean, we're seeing, you know, stories of people getting tased while watching, you know, their son's uh, football game getting tased, you know, going into uh, – and these are in like more – some of these were in like conservative type places. I saw like Waco, Texas, a guy getting tased the other day. Right. Well, and, and Tim, it's really starting to move in that direction like we see in Australia where they're arresting people in their homes for making Facebook posts against the lockdowns and they're getting so over the top and talking about mandating vaccines for all children there. It's absolutely disgusting and it's exactly the kind of thing that China would do. And look, I mean, and I, I'm from Canada. Um, Justin Trudeau, who I yelled in his face and called him a scumbag years ago, he got elected on the basis of, he literally said, during the first election, most Americans don't know this, I respect China's basic dictatorship. Um, they get things done, which is almost exactly what Bernie said about the USSR um, back in the 80s, interestingly enough, which I also confronted him oh, on. I was honeymooning there, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's it's no it's not strange at all. The fact that all these countries are obviously in lockstep with China and in places like I think it was Trinidad. They just shot two guys in the face driving because while, while they're driving the car, um, the police shot them in the face for not wearing masks, just killed them. We see the woman getting arrested at a baseball game. Um, they claim that she trespassed after they by trespass. They trespassed her, which is a term they use for not wearing a mask in the stands next to the people that she lives with already socially distancing while police without masks are arresting her and people are taking this and people are it's Orwellian doublespeak I'm seeing people on posts on Facebook call people like me a bootlicker and racist for being against this kind of totalitarianism how is it bootlicking to literally reject the boot on my throat unlike these bunch of cowardly pathetic bootlickers it's sick because we are walking directly into what's happening in China. We will see China on our doorstep right away. And it's not China itself that's a problem. It's the ideas. It's a technocracy. It's a cashless society. It's a fact that they will track us everywhere. We won't be able to go anywhere without a vaccine. This is imminent danger. And I don't like to fear monger, but here I am. There's nothing I can do other than scream to the people, wake up. And I don't know what else I could tell people anymore. And it's coming from all the universities. I see, uh, you know, I graduated from a SUNY school. That's a state university of New York. And, you know, they're basically, you know, I see in the comment sections of people like, well, how come you guys are even allowing students to go home for Thanksgiving? You should be keeping them there. And so right now, I mean, the students, I think, are like confined to their dorms. They're not even allowed to go to like other dorms on campus. They can't have like, if you have a girlfriend in another dorm, they can't come into your dorm. I think in some places you can't even go into other dorms rooms within your actual building and so they're turning all the colleges into prison they are signing things now where you have to abide by you know always wearing a mask always social distancing no exemptions uh they also have it where you have to sign up for contact tracing and so you know imagine you know all these kids you you know worked hard to get into some of these schools uh at least some of the you know the top tier ones in the SUNY system and then all of a sudden now they're faced with oh I either comply with this which you know they've been brainwashed for the past you know entire life so yeah they probably will comply with it or you know they've got to you know give up everything they've worked on but you know at this point it should be you know why you know at the like, why are people even wasting money to even go to college? Like, yeah, it's if you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be 
uh, maybe even a lawyer and even that's, you know, even sort of questionable in, in terms of how much that will even pay off. There's such a glut of them these days. But, you know, aside from a few specialists, I know there's so many different things that you can get better either online or you can, you know, if I had a smartphone back in, I mean, the smartphone was invented the year I graduated college. So, you know, it was that that was a game changer having information in your pocket. And so I think if the smartphone was invented five, six years earlier, I probably would have questioned it. And yeah, I got into the toughest public school to get into in New York. So it's not like, oh, I couldn't get into one of these places. It's just a waste of money. And, by, and you're always fighting yesterday's battles. And but the thing is, these universities have basically might as well be taken over by China. You know, they never say anything about the Chinese, you know, basically modern day slavery that's going on. The NBA and guys like LeBron never talk about the stuff that's going on in China. It's always about, oh, all the bad stuff going on in America when it when it's because of America. Americans and, you know, particularly a lot of, you know, white Americans who then, you know, fought and died to help to try to get, you know, some of those, you know, freedoms that, you know, that's that the minorities have. And yet, you know, all they want to do is, you know, and the thing is, I'm not over here defending America. You know, basically, we've got, you know, a choice between do you want, you know, Chinese communism voting for the Democratic Party or do you want this Republican communism light voting for Trump? And so we've got two terrible choices on our hands. But the bigger issue is I think they've already set the stage where no one's going to back down. You know, no one's going to concede and there's going to be I think all hell uh, breaking loose and we're going to see I think more October surprises and basically at this point grab your popcorn and you know tune in to see what we have to say and if you can't find us on on YouTube go find us on those other platforms Josh has mentioned yeah yeah I mean it goes without saying things are only going to get worse before they get better and you know uh, it's just you you mentioned um, the, this, uh, the October surprise, I mean, with, with all this, all this riding regarding BLM and all this kind of stuff, it's just, it's kind of frustrating to me having actually spent time in third world countries, hitchhiking across like the, the Sahara desert in Africa, going to places that are, um, 130 degrees in the desert that have no air conditioning and everyone's super happy. And then I come back here and there's a bunch of white people speaking for black people, screaming in the streets and attacking people, calling them racist pigs and privilege when these are like the most privileged people and if they ever actually went on a road trip across Africa they would never even think of sounding so embarrassingly stupid um, and you know spending time in the Middle East as well I've seen similar things I mean imagine your dinner is finding a goat eating garbage somewhere in the desert and has all sorts of illnesses and disease and killing it and eating it but almost raw because you don't have any way to properly cook it other than like some fire out on, in the sand and you get sand in your food and you got ants in your food. I mean, like, seriously, uh, no air conditioning, no clean water, no toilets. Oh, but the people in the United States that are going to UCLA are super underprivileged. No, they have so much privilege and they don't use it. And that's disgusting. And it's, it, it's, a, it's a shot in the face of all the people in the world and 99% of the world that are less privileged than the people in the United States. But with that said, the U.S. is a global empire and it's a behemoth and it's evil and it's killed hundreds of millions of people and it needs to be stopped as well. All of this organization crime racket needs to be taken down and look I, I'm not winning any points for this. I'm supposed to take a side, one side or the other, and I would have way more viewers today, but I'm shadow banned because I'm consistent in the ideas of freedom. And on top of that, I should note that um, I'm completely demonetized because of it. And you know what? That's fine. If they're going to take me down for being passionate and telling the truth, let them do it. I will not shut up. So I appreciate everyone watching. Make sure to hit that like button, share on social media to get around the shadow banning, and check those links below for GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar, uh, Bitcoin, the 
Cointree addresses as well. I appreciate everyone helping out in any way they can because we need it now more than ever. We are really at a, we're really on shaky ground here at World Alternative Media. We're also on Float, Library, and BitChute. I hope to see you guys over there because it is growing and we actually did get way more views on Library on our interview, our recent interview with James Corbett than we did on YouTube, even though I have 1,500 subscribers on Library and 153, almost 154,000 on YouTube. And I get like five to 8,000 views on YouTube. I get uh, nine to uh, 12,000 views on Library. T tell me that makes sense. And like another 25, 2600 on BitChute with 3,000 subscribers. I mean, just really, we're so shadow banned. We need you guys over to the other proper platforms as well as Float. And of course, um, you can become a client of Tim Pachotes at thelibertyadvisor.com. Again, join that newsletter, imbanned.com. It takes two seconds, guys. Just go over there, put your email in. It helps like it just really crazy helps like it, it makes a huge difference so i hope you do do that and um comment below what you think uh, i appreciate you going into this with us tim and we're going to get into some more economic videos right away so stay tuned until next time this is josh searson and tim pachote signing out from world alternative media find the truth be the change